Welcome to the F and Alchemy podcast, a safe space for each other and you, our fellow alchemists, created through authentic vulnerability, respect, honesty, and trust. By working through our day-to-day experiences together and being transparent and relatable, we invite you to take comfort in where you currently are in your journey, knowing you are exactly where you're meant to be, you are seen, and you are never alone. Hi, I'm Kate, claircognizant woo goddess of Violet Feather Alchemy, bringing you downloads from the spiritual world. And I'm Amy, audacious empowerment queen of Ethan Creative, daring you to unleash your creatrix. This is the Ethan Alchemy Podcast, where vulnerable synergy begets Ethan magic. Episode 6, Let's Get Physical Intelligence, Part 1, Connecting the Dots. Hello, Alchemist. Today we're covering the topic of physical intelligence, where mind, body, and spirit connect. Let's make some magic. Yesterday, Amy, you had brought up something really interesting, and I was like, no, wait, wait, we need to stop talking about this, and we need to save it so we can record it. And I think what you were trying to bring up is the topic of physical intelligence. And I, I would like to know like what you would like to talk about about that and, and what that looks like and have a really cool conversation about that today. Yeah. So to me, like physical intelligence is more around body awareness, not like, oh, this is my hand and this is my elbow and this is my arm kind of thing, but more what do I actually feel? in my body as an emotion and then how am I pinpointing where that is in my body and not just saying like I'm mad but like when I'm angry like I feel it right here at the top of my gut. So what I hear you saying is basically you're talking about somatics. In a sense but also kind of that like severed head syndrome right so you're not walking around like oh everything is so cerebral and I'm just kind of disconnected from my body like head and body kind of thing. Like it is all one thing. So even something that I'm thinking about or feeling, you know, reactive to a situation, then I'm pinpointing where I'm feeling that in my body so that I can process it through. And I have this level of intelligence, not just from the experience of what's happening in my mind, but within my body. Like I'm aware of what I'm feeling which is probably somatics in a sense, but I think there's like a whole nother, like a whole nother level like to what you're talking level about to it that it goes above and beyond that. Like, how yeah. are you connecting that to your entire body and those channels to be able to process those emotions? Sure, that and that totally makes sense. So, if you if you know if you don't mind me asking, what what brought that topic to your attention? Why did you why did you want to bring that up and start a discussion about that? So in my feed, like Instagram feed, I'm seeing a lot of the like body tapping and the acupressure points and things like that and like clearing your chakra channels and things where you're physically touching, you know, some part of your body to create some sort of sensation to process that through. Yeah. And what you had mentioned that kind of stopped me in my tract was like, oh, well, you know, if you're tapping your elbow, it's going to, you know, fix your gallbladder or something, right? (laughs) Like, I think there's one on your leg. Um, that meridian, but 
you were like, but are they really, you know, because if they're doing it in an Instagram video or a reel, is that real, you know, showing somebody like, yes, that's how you do it. But if you just do it for three seconds, like, is that actually doing the thing? Correct. No, it probably right. isn't, you yeah. know? So that's what brought it to my attention because I'm seeing more and more of it, which is encouraging because it's really cool because people are like it's opening bringing up. awareness to yeah, it, they're right? Like, like, oh shit, like this I is a thing know you that can I'm do. not just a head walking around. Yeah, you know? imagine that. I'm a complex yeah. living being. This is amazing. You know, so I think it's cool <laughs> that it, you know, it's coming more mainstream in that respect, but at the same time, it's kind of like when something does become mainstream, then that's when it gets like the bastardized version of it. And so, yeah, if you're tapping your, you know, meridian on the side of your leg for three seconds, is that really going to do all these benefits that were listed in this video? Probably not because one, you don't know exactly where you're supposed to be tapping. They're not giving you like a concrete, you know, map of that. Right. Or what's the time frame and that's different for everyone right because depending on who they are their body chemistry what they've been through emotionally whatever there's so many components so it's kind of this complex deal um and i wanted to kind of pick that apart because it being mainstream yes and it kind of coming to light that's really cool but what's the underlying belly of that mm-hmm. like why would somebody want to do that? Why would they even explore that? What And yeah. what intention do they put behind it when yes. they do it? Like, what is it yes. exactly? Why are you exploring it? And what is it that you're trying to dig out of yourself or resolve or let go yes. um, by doing these physical sensations like tapping or whatever on your body? Um, so I think that that connection, that connection piece is the really important piece. Like, and that's all I was saying is like when you see these people that you know that are on social media doing this are they really are, are they, do they have the connection piece and because it's the important piece in order to get it to work and I think when you know sometimes when we see something you know and we're like oh I'll try that the connection or the intention piece is kind of left out of it and then we do it and we're like well okay well that didn't work. Well, of course not, because you're not connecting all layers of your, of your existence into that. Like it's not, you're not, you're only maybe doing like the physical level and you haven't added in the spiritual or the, you know, the deep somatic feeling or the emotional connection to that in order to process, like you're saying, process emotion or process trauma or whatever it is that you're that you are doing the surface level physical thing to, you know, yeah. to help. Yeah. Right. So I, am I understanding correctly that like, that's kind of where you're going with this? Yeah. And yeah. I have a really good example. So cool. one of the people that I love to follow is her name is Fumiko and she does the face yoga method. Uh, that's she's cool. awesome. Like, and she's so beautiful and she's so quirky and I just, I love all of her stuff and she's hilarious, but when I dove into like, oh, what's face yoga? Like, I want to explore that. One of the things, like, I went through one of her, I don't know, it was like a month boot camp kind of thing, right? Where it's like every day you did something and an exercise or whatever. And there's different places on the face that you can target, right? Like, if you want to focus on forehead wrinkles or like your eyes droopy or, you know, or our, our nasal labial folds, yeah. <laughs> which like, you know, the like resting bitch face yeah. as you... So poignantly pointed out to me, um, <laughs> right? So I'm like sitting there, like trying You're to like, like oh, pull I've my gotta, face I've back, like, oh, how do I do this? Um, 
<laughs> but what I loved about it at the end, and like she says it all the way through, like there's, yes, you're doing these little silly exercises with your face to stretch your face because you have like a million muscles in your face. Sure, right? you it do. makes total absolutely. sense to me. Yeah, I was absolutely. like, got it. Love it on board. Like, let's do it. You know, and people are like, you're Dorian Gray. And I'm like, face yoga. Um, <laughs> right. But one of the things that she always harped on through that and always does is like, it's, it's more than this, right? Like it's, how are you holding your shoulders? How are Mm. you standing on your feet? How are you, you know, are all 10 of your toes resting on the ground? Like where are your knees positioned? How are your hips? Are they level? Mm -hmm. Right. Because all of that goes up the chain. It's not just like, oh, I have forehead wrinkles. It's, oh, this is like an entire practice of my body, how I position it, but also beyond that, like, are you getting good sleep? Are you eating well? Are you drinking enough water? Right. Right. Like, are you taking, you know, a minute for yourself out in nature? Are you, you know what I mean? So it was like this holistic approach and that's what I loved about it. I mean, exercises were fun and kind of, you know, and I still do them. My husband's like, what the hell are you doing when I'm driving in the car? Right. But it's more than just like, oh, do these little things. You're embodying this entire fucking practice. And that's the physical intelligence too. Like maybe I have, you know, really strong nasal labial folds because I sleep on my side because I can't get comfortable at night because I'm having shitty sleep. Do yeah. You know it's I like mean? a whole chain like, of things that add up to that. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I'm always grumpy and pissed off and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not that at all. It's like this whole entire part of your existence and that's what I was saying with the like tapping and things like that is yes if you're having you know and I love EFT like I love tapping and stuff it can be Um, a very effective tool of course it totally can but at the root of that like yeah I'm tapping when I'm having a conversation with you know something that's frustrating me or whatever but after that like Am I really sitting there and peeling that apart and looking at it and saying, like, why am I being frustrated? Yeah. Why am I feeling like this? Why am I being triggered? Why am I being triggered? Where am I feeling this in my body? Like, if I close my eyes and say, like, okay, where do I feel this? Like, where do my hands go? Mm. Because I'm physically, I have that level of intelligence of my body in my existence in the grand scheme of things. And that totally makes sense. (sighs) It's an awareness. And it's almost... (laughs) It's almost a level of proprioception yeah. with your internally and then physically on the surface of your body and then externally. So it's like proprioception on a number of different levels. And then in addition to that physical, it's also the emotional proprioception you have to be able to balance like what you were saying, like touching on your body where you feel the sensations. You have to that's a um, emotional proprioception that you have that you, in order to be able to do that. And that just, those things come with, with more increased awareness. And how do we get more increased awareness? It's paying attention, like not brushing feelings or sensations in our body that are nagging at us, not brushing those off, but, you know, taking the time to pay attention, just stop and just pay attention for just a minute. Like what is causing those sensations or what is causing those emotions, just pause for a sec and just take the time. And it's easier not to, because sometimes when when things come up, like when we're triggered, like if we get angry, like we just want to be angry and we don't really want to like focus on it because we just want to be in the moment and just feel the anger because we feel for whatever reason it's justified. I'm not saying not to feel the emotion because feeling the emotion and being with it is, is a huge part of this. 
but after you, you know, allow the 90 seconds to be in the emotion, then to like choose to let it go, be reflective and say, why was I triggered? Like, what does this emotion mean? And like you said, touch on your body. Okay. I felt this here. And even doing that after the emotion passes, not just while the emotion is in activity, like currently active, you know? Yes, totally. And also you're not becoming that emotion. Right. So you felt, you know, and we'll just pick on anger because it's easy. (laughs) (laughs) Nasty little bitch. Um, She's so vindictive. But like when you're in it and you're like seeing red and you're so pissed off and you're, and you're feeling like your entire body, like you're feeling, you're like, I mean, for me, like I'm on fire. You're encompassed by a fucking volcano on fire, just spewing lava everywhere. Right. And what happens is like, yes, it kind of, once it settles and the beast calms down, like (laughs) I'm not going to, stay in that state of anger. Like I'm not then going to choose to become an angry person. Right. You could choose that. You could. And I have in the past. Yeah. You can choose that. It is an option. However, maybe the more beneficial thing would be another course of action with that. Yeah. Yeah. But even that, like I've felt it, it exploded and I came back and I'm like, okay, take my breaths, do my things, you know, do my coping mechanisms to like calm the fuck down and come back to earth. Right. And even if it's still like residual, like figuring out, okay, where am I still feeling this? Doing some sort of practices or tools that I'm using to process that through so that I don't then become, like I don't take that in into my person and then like I'm just angry Amy now. Because right. I got angry. it doesn't become part of your personality. No, like I'm trying to figure out the best ways to release it by being aware of my body and where it is and how it's happening. Yeah, I think that's really important. And we started to also touch on this the other day too. Is that when you don't fully release it, what are the what are the repercussions of what happens when you don't release trauma or very powerful emotions in your body and where, where that leads, it can, you know, lead to a number of different, you know, a number of different things. Yeah. Definitely. Illnesses that, you know, that are going to catch up with you at some point, you know? And so it's very important circling back to, you know, what you had said, it's very important to process those as they, as they're here. And really like you're talking about your using your physical intelligence to sit with it and allow it to fully process and release so that it is no longer in you and it doesn't become a part of you. That's a super potent part of this that can't just be done in a, you know, in a 30 second YouTube video. Exactly. Like, yeah, it has to go beyond that. Unless you're an animal in nature. Well, I mean, you know, we all have our animal sides and we all have our nature, but I mean, yeah, but we, we also have been given the gift of a, of a processing brain to guide the animal nature in us, right? We've been given higher level brain function and abilities to be able to, to acknowledge and recognize and analytically go through a process to help us work through in conjunction with the emotion that we're feeling in conjunction with the somatic feelings that we feel all of that combined together is a gift as humans. We, we have to be able we to do that. We have at our disposal, but I think a lot of the times what happens is 
We just get, turn into animals. At, well, you either, get, you either turn to the fucking animal or you get stuck at the, like, I'm going to think my way through this. And that's where trouble kind of kicks in because you you get all up in your head and you're trying to, like, cerebrally process it. Right. Again, you've severed head. Like, you're not processing it in your body. You're just saying, okay, this is what happened. This is, you know, how I feel, whatever. And it just stays locked up in here. And you're trying to, like, talk your way through it or think your way through it. And that's when it sets in into your body. Correct. And you can't intellectualize yes. your way through or out of trauma or no, an emotion. You no. have to. You have to feel it, right? Yeah. And I think there's a time and place for talk therapy all day long but if it's not used in conjunction with being able to feel the actual thing and sit through it and allow it to process through your body that's where shit gets stuck and the example that I have on on a very very like basic level is my youngest is like a kamikaze so he just like jumps off of couches and tabletops and you know he's just he's all over the place but he's very meticulous about how he climbs onto things. So he like does it he's, with a lot of intention. Yeah, he's got and intention. He has great balance. So I'm like, intention he can with energy. It, even though he's on top of, you know, the refrigerator. But like he knows what he's doing. But the times when he does kind of like eat shit or, you know, fall over or whatever, we tell him, we're like, we're like, shake it off, buddy. And not just like, oh, shake it off, like you're fine, whatever. But, but like literally physically like shake it shake off. Shake it out of your body. And that's, it's and the that's funniest what dogs do. thing. Yeah. And it's the funniest thing because like he'll fall or whatever and he'll just kind of sit up and he like shakes his head a whole bunch. <laughs> and then he goes off and like does whatever other crazy shit that he's doing. And it's I don't know. It's just it's interesting to watch that because then you like, oh, I got hurt, it hurts, or you know, something painful happened. I shook it off and now I'm good to go. And it happens so fast. So fast. And I think that that's what we can learn from animals because like I, you know, I just mentioned like dogs do the same thing. Like if mm-hmm. you're petting them and they're done or you know, cats do the same thing too. Yeah. They shake off and then they go about their way, right? And it that's the animal instinct that's actually something that's really helpful that as people, if we listened to the physical intelligence and the animal instinct, like shake that off. And that's yeah. how you release that energy from either a physical like a fall or anything, you know, or something emotional that's happened. Like physically like shake your body. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I love about the videos right now that are trending is like it's showing people that like you, this is possible. I just don't think it's going into enough like specifics about like why. Right. That, like what's actually happening, what's transpiring, what's, you know, even on a neurological level, like how are those pathways getting reformed or what is the neuroscience behind what's actually going on? It's just like, tap your body when you're pissed off. And it's yeah. like, all right, then what? <laughs> well, and you know, to the content creator's credit, it's not void of value no. by doing that. It's still going to break a thought pattern or a process by physically like tapping on your skin. That's still going to help. But that's just the tip of the iceberg if you want to truly process an emotion or process trauma, that's the tip of the iceberg to get you started with that. Yeah. So the awareness that is coming into mainstream right now is really important surrounding that. It it goes, the iceberg is so much deeper under the water than just the part that you see, right? There's so much that goes into that. And I think having an appreciation that what they're showing 
it's like lighting a match. Like you have to take that lit match and then go light the candle and then you have to allow your candle to burn through it, right? It's that kind of thing. It's not just a, okay, I'm just going to tap my elbow and then, oh, I'm magically going to not be angry anymore because that's just not, that's not the way it works. And especially, you know, if you want to, you know, holistically stay healthy, releasing the things that you may be tapping on or, you know, whatever physical you know, means you're, you're working with that. You, you have to do the deep dive. You have to let the candle burn all the way down. And sometimes that's really uncomfortable. And that's, that's really, um, not something that you want to do. And you have to make the choice. Am I going to go ahead and, and sit with this now and work through it? Am I going to ignore it? Or maybe I'm in public and I can't sit with it right now. Maybe I just need to, you know, get back home and then, you know, reopen this and sit with it. And that's totally okay. Like I'm by not any means suggesting that if you're, you know, if you get triggered in public and you're really angry, you should just like have your, you know, have your meltdown and deal with it, you know, in in its full glory there. Um, But respecting yourself and doing what's healthy for yourself when you're really honest about what that looks like and not just sweeping it under the rug you know, not pretending, oh, well, that didn't happen, or just not giving the credence to, okay, the emotion is passed, so it must be done, because that's not necessarily, that's not necessarily what's happening. The emotion may have passed, but the, even the little bit of trauma that maybe that emotion sparked or caused is still in your body. You need to go back and, and, and get like an ice cream scoop and be like, okay, no, we're going to go ahead and dig this out. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go ahead and deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not fun. It fucking sucks. Like, yeah, it, it's, it can be very, very, very yes, it can be very uncomfortable for sure. But I think if you don't, you run the risk of, of it building up and much, much more serious ailments coming into your life, which are going to make you pay attention to it. So, you know, the yeah. worse the ailment, the worse the the smaller the repeat loop on on being triggered or things, you know, if you see patterns in your life that keep repeating, well, why does this keep happening to me? Why do I keep, you know, why do I keep ending up dating the exact same person even though they appear to be different than the last person that I dated or you know, whatever the case may be or why do I keep getting into jobs that treat me like XYZ? And you know this, any time that you see repeat patterns and then those loops keep getting shorter and shorter so the patterns keep repeating even even closer together or more intense, you know that that you know the lesson is knocking at your door saying, "Hello, you still haven't dealt with me. You still haven't released yep. me from your body. You know, you need to come back, you know, and take a look at this, right? Yeah. It's something that needs your attention." Yeah, and that's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's it <laughs> On does. Like such an astronomical scale. It's yeah. happening right now. Join us next time for part two of our three-part physical intelligence series where we will look at cyclical patterns and what they mean. Until then, stay effing magical. Ready to create more magic? For additional episodes and insights, go to effinalchemy.com. E-F-F-I-N-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y.com.